Hello and welcome to The Rachel Pontillo Show. I am your host, Rachel Pontillo, and today I am here with the gorgeous and so wise and gentle Zinnia Gupte of ShaktiPriestess.com. Zinnia is such a powerful leader in sacred feminine leadership. She is also the author of books, including Messages from Shakti. She's also the creator of the Goddess Power Cards, which we are going to talk about today as well. But what's so special about Zinnia and why I wanted to have her on the show with us today is that she truly believes that inside every woman, there is this magnetic force and fountain of power and joy that is just waiting for her to be brave enough to touch it. She can create anything with this power, a life she loves and deserves that's full of joy, passion, and purpose. Doesn't that just sound delicious? And don't you want that for yourself? I know I do. I know we all do. Please welcome Zinnia Gupte. Hi, Zinnia. Thank you so much for being with us today. Hi, Rachel. It's an honor to be here. I'm, I'm very excited about talking to you. Well, I'm excited to talk to you, and I'm so excited to share your message with the world. I have read your books, and I have your amazing goddess power cards, which we're going to talk about today, and um, I'm just very grateful to have you. So I'm grateful, too. Thank you. Mm, wonderful. Let's talk about the goddess power cards, but before we do that, I want to talk about really the why behind all of this. And we've talked about this. We've talked about the importance of bringing back awareness of the sacred feminine and of the divine feminine energy and the female aspect to God, to our culture. Because in these times, it's, it's such a contrast to what we're experiencing. Can you say a little bit more about that before we dive into the cards? Of course. No, I, I think it's a great question. And as you said, we've been living with a certain reality. You know, we've been conditioned in the thinking that there's a masculine model of control and domination and order and hierarchy. And um, that's a very outdated model. The feminine model is much more collaborative. You know, it's called the feminine collaboration model. It's based on abundance. There's enough food for everyone. It's based on sharing. The sharing economy is that the more we give, the more we have. It's not the opposite. It's not the more we have. It's the more we give. That power exponentially creates itself. And it's based on compassion and nurturing and receptivity and love and sharing and giving. And many of those characteristics and qualities have been um, culturalized as weak mm. and so unnecessary that you know, we'll just be trampled over if we're constantly giving. But what the feminine knows is she's constantly giving because she has an endless supply from what she's receiving from. There's no end to her power. And with this reality that we are kind of um, awakening to that's no longer relevant is that it's a conditioned reality based on lack. There's not enough. We've got to compete for the resources. We've got to kill off other people. Someone has to be wrong in order for me to be right. This new feminine energy doesn't believe in that. There's Everyone has a voice. Everyone can have multiple possibilities. We can all live in a humane, cooperative um, society. And we can all have our, our needs met. So that's what's so 
provocative and compelling about this new feminine model. It's like, really? Everyone can live in harmony? Yes. But we, we've got to try. We've got to try to make um, laws and institutions and people allowing this model to come in. Absolutely. And I want to I wanna just, I, I always want to pay homage to the women who have stood so strong for women's rights in the 1960s, back, you know, in the turn of the 20th century, the women's um, suffragist yes. movement leaders, they, they paved, they sacrificed so much and they led and they endured such persecution for standing for this feminism. But I want to offer, and I know you agree that the type of feminism that we're looking at right now, it's not the model that is, we have to take over the men. Right. That, that's not what this is doing. When we're talking about equality, it doesn't mean that we are exactly the same in every way because we're not, we're biologically <laughs> different. And I, I know that science has changed things and people are able to experience masculine and feminine in different ways now in their lives. But the fact of the matter is, is that Biologically, there are males. Biologically, there are females. And there are female and male energies in just about everything in nature, in the universe. And this is what the new sacred feminism is bringing forth, is this balance, this complement, rather than this, you know, girl power, you know, down with men. It's, we love the men. We don't, yes. we're not trying to get rid of the men. But we're trying to work together yes. to create this balance and create this new peaceful harmony. And um, that is, even though it, it feels very new, it, it's actually quite ancient. And I, I got this message the other morning that when we talk about history, his story, but anything before that that is not written down, is considered prehistory, but if you look at anthropology and you look at archaeology, it's actually not his story. It's not prehistory. It's her story. Yes. So I got this channeled message that prehistory is her story. Yes. And that's we're not stifling his story, but we're trying to tell the whole story. Yes. So I really feel that your work. And you, you do a lot of things. You speak, you write, you mentor. You, I mean, you're a priestess. You have students who you mentor. You do all this beautiful work to help bring knowledge of the sacred feminine, of the feminine aspect of God into, our, into women today so that they can feel that strength and that confidence and that safety within themselves. But I want to talk about these gorgeous cards today because now I... I'm a bit of an oracle card addict. I, <laughs> I have way too many of them. And I, I, there, I have some that I haven't even opened that I have been sitting on my shelf, but I just, they look so beautiful. <laughs> I want to have them because the art and the, the stories, they're just so beautiful. But I have to say, I've only had your card deck for about a month now, but I find myself coming back to it oh. because it's not... I mean, yes, it includes goddesses from just about every pantheon in mythology, different mythologies, whether it's, um, you know, ancient Egyptian or Roman or Greek or Celtic, 
or even even Christian and, and Hebrew. I mean, you have you've covered everyone, <laughs> which is beautiful because no matter what culture you come from, no matter what religion you come from, there's a goddess that you can relate to, mm-hmm. and it connects you all all back to the to the one source. But this is not just goddesses that, you know, you pull a card and you read the little book and you're done. Mm -hmm. You've incorporated so many different modalities of healing into this deck. I just want to hold up. We have Artemis here. This was the first card um, as I just shuffled the virgin, the huntress. But for everybody who's who's looking, who's watching on the video, and if you're not watching on the video, come to rachelpontillo.com and watch the video. We have flowers You've incorporated the Bach flower essences into these cards. You also have the tarot. This is the card of the fool, which is the beginning of any journey. How, how, how appropriate that we've pulled this for today. And you have planet, you have herbs, you have numerology on here. So whatever healing system is most resonant for you there's something there is that for you in this deck so if you're a numerology person this could be a numerology deck if you're a black a bach flower essence person this can guide you in what essences to get started with or to take for that particular day if you're a goddess person there's goddesses galore if if taro is your thing then you've got you've got the full deck i love how passionate you are about this thank you well (laughs) thank you because yes yeah and they're just, they're beautiful. And, um, I, I really felt moved to share them. So thank you for creating these, of course, but I would love to know, what would you like to share with our audience today about these beautiful cards? What do you want them to know? Absolutely. And of course, where can they buy them? Where can they buy them? Of course. So you can go to, um, I'll, I'll, I'll share the link with you. Okay. We can put it in the blog post. Yes. And you can share them on Etsy. You can buy them on Etsy Etsy. Mm -hmm. and you can also buy them soon on Amazon. So you can just Google goddess power cards and they should come up either on Etsy or Amazon. Um, but what I love about the cards is that, as I said to you before, when we were talking earlier, um, when the goddesses came to me, as they always do, they wanted to reach as many women as possible because they know women need them right now and they know that there's this template that's absent in our culture and current society of this beautiful gorgeous spiritual material woman in all her power and you know glory and shining her joy her light her gifts on her path leading the world many women don't have a template for that many women see women acting like men Mm-hmm. succumbing to the patriarchy, succumbing to rules. So what they said was, you know, we these cards came to me at a time where they wanted to come through. They wanted to share um, all their facets with them, all the different gifts of a whole integrated woman, which is really a goddess. Um, and so these cards are all, all about the sacred feminine power. And there's so many aspects to power. It's, like I said before, it's um, trust is a power, Nurturing is a power. Truth is a power. Compassion is a power. Boundaries Hmm. is a power. Strategy is a power. So all these goddesses um, represent a power. So there's Fortuna, and she represents abundance. It takes time to program your, your mind into an abundant mindset versus a lack mindset. Shakti is, um, 
life force, you know, so breaking out of limitations and making sure this volcanic life force is flowing through you. So flow, that's a power. Mm. Um, Athena is all about truth and strategy. That's a power to be strategic about your life, to have a plan and to move forward, not like abruptly or um, reactively. Mm. Um, Mott is all about justice. That's a power. Balancing, you know, so really being humble and noble at the same time, strong and and not dominating, strong and um, kind at the same time. Mm. So these cards show women how much power they have, the gifts that are available to them, and the discovery of, of their gifts. You know, we are also meant to think that after college, you go into one job and you have that one accounting job or advertising job or health and beauty job, and that's it. But we are not built for that. We're built for constant actualization and getting to know what our gifts are and what our path is. And that's what really brings us into a level of mastery, personal mastery, mastering our power, mastering our gifts. And um, these are really successful habits of, of people. When you're constantly looking at yourself and finding that next strength and cultivating that, mastering that, and going on to a new strength, breaking away limitations. So I think that's the real power behind these cards is they show you your authentic power and all the ways that you can come to discover what, what that power is through your gifts. So the biggest question that I hear from people who are feeling maybe a little bit overwhelmed or intimidated or even shy yeah. about accepting the goddess within not just the not it's not about goddess worship for those who are not open to that but it's about understanding that the goddess lives within you but what is the biggest benefit would you say of recognizing that divine feminine energy within yourself and really embodying that what does that mean and how are women going to benefit Absolutely. So uh, I can answer that with a, a quick story about my own journey. And if you go to my site, shaktipriestess.com, you can just click on Meet Zinnia and my story is there. And this was a time in 2010 when I was getting divorced um, and separating from my husband of 12 years. It was a long time. <laughs> and I was losing everything, my home, my job, my husband, a career, a city. I felt very alone, debilitated crippling doubt, you know, was taking over me. And it felt like spiritual abandonment. Mm. So I got on my knees and I said, if there's anyone out there, show me, show me, because I don't know what to do, where to go. I've lost everything. Please show me. And uh, a voice came through me and um, the voice said, dance. And I said, I, I just told you I'm losing everything. <laughs> you want me to dance? And so what ended up happening was that I was eventually led to go on vacation to an island in the Mediterranean called Ibiza, Spain, where um, as a child, I was trained in Indian dance, but I hadn't danced for years. When I started to dance again, I started generating joy. And when I started generating joy, um, I started to manifest and I surrendered to nature and I surrendered to a higher force that was kind of leading the way at a time where I had no faith, where I was completely in material crisis. So I think that the biggest benefit for women is 
we rely way too much on the material world to guide us. And for me, everything was taken away. And there was a voice that led me to a vision and a vision that led me to a landscape of high vibrational qualities that led me to the discovery of my gifts. And I was led through the entire process by my intuition. That voice that came through was divine guidance. It was the divine calling. But I had to get still enough. I had to surrender. Because if I was just going to hustle and get busy like a busy bee, I would have created something on the same vibration that was being destroyed. So I had to really clean myself out and start creating and reliving from a, a new place, a divine place. And up until now, it's been sustainable because I'm creating based on love, on harmony, on giving, on sharing, on trust. And so I think that the biggest benefit is trusting in a source that will help you build a material world that will last. But when we get only stuck in, in material and, and our identity is wrapped up only in a source outside of us that's going to be our savior, what happens when we lose it? Mm-hmm. We lose our identity. We lose our trust. We lose our faith because that is tied to something outside of us, whereas the divine is always inside of us. I can always tap into that faith. I can always tap into that guidance. I can always tap into those inner resources and create from there. So now I'm not afraid if I lose everything again because I know I have what it takes inside to just build and keep going. Does that, answer, does that resonate with you? It really strongly resonates with me. It's, it was, it's very powerful because, you know, we, we live in this material world. We do. And this need for things and this need for approval and validation and permission outside of us has caused really so much competition, not just with other people, but with ourselves. It leads us to feel that we're never good enough even for ourselves. And we're first seeking approval, not just from others, but first from ourselves, because we've been so conditioned to believe that we have to, that we always have to be fact-checked or you know, we, we can't say something we feel because, oh, there might be a conflicting study about that somewhere mm-hmm. or, you know, it, it's, and I'm not anti-science. I don't want that to be, to come through at all. But <laughs> when we rely on things like statistics to validate our intuition or our actual life experience, that to me is where I feel a big disconnect and I see a big disconnect for a lot of women that I work with in my practice. So what you're describing, I mean, your story is incredible and thank you so much for sharing that. But how did you deal? How did you find that faith? I mean, yeah, you heard a voice, you were guided to dance, which is so powerful. But what do you say to the women who are deathly afraid? of that surrender how how do they get started how do they feel that fear and validate that fear but push through anyway yeah that's a wonderful question i think it is on the minds of millions of women and so for me faith was very much a part of my culture as you know i'm a priestess of shakti my mother my aunts my grandmother my great-grandmother great-great-grandmother great-great-great-grandmother so you saw my yeah it's my lineage it was passed down to me so at a very young age i saw my grandmother give everything over to 
the goddess from uh, I remember there was a neighbor that made fun of my grandfather who hadn't received the company car he had received a loan and she was humiliated by a neighbor that and she, the neighbor was mocking um, her husband my grandfather mm -hmm. so she said you know I didn't she I, I remember her praying to the goddess and she said I didn't have an answer I, I I'm surrendering that you will answer this one month later a car came so I think that what my grandmother taught me as I was growing up in a very Americanized masculine world, um, trying to, you know, come to grips with my own inner conflicts about sacred femininity and, and um, masculinity was that faith is a practice. Surrendering is a practice. Her name was Sadhana, Shadhana. Sadhana means devotion. Mm. Devotion is a day-to-day -day practice. So for women who are scared to connect, for women who are scared to pray, a simple prayer is show me, show me, Sh show me a miracle. So ask a force higher than you to show you something that you would never have faith in. And you will be either shown like a penny or a peacock feather or an angel feather. And the next day you say, okay, um, can you help me with my confidence? And then maybe, and then just like, let go of that. And I guarantee you, in a few hours to a few days, you're going to start seeing books on confidence. You'll start meeting people who talk about confidence. You might get um, emails in your inbox about, hi, I, you know, I thought of you when I saw this. It was, this is a new program on confidence. Wow. The next day you say, or maybe you don't want to do it every day. You can do it the next week. And you say, you know, show me what, what pink is. And then you will see... Pink means compassion. Pink means love. So you can really play with this, you know. It, it's not it's not serious. It's not hardcore. There's no right way. You're not going to get punished. And I think that that's the kind of block and barrier that women have with spirituality. It's not religion. You're not going to get punished. It's you know the more you pray, it's not it's not God coming closer to you. It's you coming closer to yourself. Yes. So prayer is just a an opening of communication. Like, you know, you get upset when your boyfriend or the guy that you're seeing isn't texting you or calling you back. But when you pray, when you show up, there's always a response. God and goddess always text you back, okay? Mm -hmm. They will always text you back. You will always get a response. And it, it will be in a way that you never imagined. So once you start to start playing with that idea of, I'm going to ask a question, I'll receive a response, that can really develop a practice and your faith. And it's not about demanding. I, I just want to put that right. in. Like, it's not about like, okay, so just show me. You know, it's, it, it, it comes from a humble place of, you know, I'm willing to listen to you. Please, will you also communicate with me? It's a two-way co-creation. Yeah, it's really important that you said it like that because, yeah, we have these images of, you know, people commanding things like, show me now, you know. <laughs> This is not like casting a spell. This is not like, here's your magic wand, poof. I have my, uh, well, both, both my kids are really into Harry Potter. And my <laughs> older daughter, she's she's 12. She wants, she's like, I want to go to Hogwarts. I'm like, you want to learn magic? I can teach you magic. But it's not the kind where you can just like zap something and poof. That's, that's not what this is. Like what you said, this is a two-way conversation. And it's, it's asking, it's being open to receive, and it's also giving back with that humility and with that desire to act 
once and the intention to act once the intuition has been given. But something that's also really important is that I encourage, and I'm sure you do too, is to let go of an expectation of the form of that response because nature and the universe and the goddess, they don't necessarily communicate with English words. You're not going to necessarily hear, you know, I am the goddess and this is what I want you to do. It, it might not happen like it might happen like that, but it might not. Like you said, it could be a penny. It could be a peacock feather. It's, it's funny. You, you did a beautiful reading for me before we started today. And thank you again so much for that. But one of the cards you pulled for me was the Morrigan who was a goddess that I had connected with for quite some time. Very misunderstood goddess. But um, but there, there's a lot of healing that comes through working with her, um, or with them, I should say. But her her main animal, her main spirit um, totem is the raven. Yes. And we don't have a lot of ravens around where I live often. At least they've never visited me. But... At a very spiritually difficult time in my life, I was visited by ravens. And then over this past two weeks, I've had more than one instance where I looked outside and there were the, like 12 ravens in my yard. I'm like, what are you doing? And the ravens are associated with the Morrigan. So when you pulled that card, I'm like, yep, that's it's another message. And then the I think the last card you you the last card you pulled for me was Durga. And this is not a goddess that I've studied in depth, but her name literally popped into my mind 10 seconds before you pulled that card. Right. I remember and, you saying that. And it, it's just these things, you know, we have to pay attention to the messages and it, you don't have to doubt where it's coming from. It's coming from a positive place. You're safe. This is all safe. And like you said, so powerfully, and I know this is going to resonate with so many women, you're not going to get punished for connecting with these feminine aspects of yourself and what the goddesses represent are not things they're not necessarily things that you're worshiping they're simply different means for you to connect with different aspects of your higher self yes different ways to create mm -hmm. different ways to express yourself different ways to give to another person different ways to love yourself mm. they know all about that and they're willing to share that knowledge and their wisdom with all of us who are up for the asking. You know, you were saying, you were talking about the ravens and, and that's really synchronicity. Like when you really start to get into this stuff, it sings to you. So when you start developing that practice, um, you're literally entering a field, a vibrational field. It's, you know, Hay House, the spiritual publishing house talks about it all the time mm -hmm. with Abraham Hicks, yes. the vortex, right? So different people call it different things. It's the same. It's a vibrational field that it's so high frequency that things just manifest very quickly when you're on that high frequency. So when I was manifesting because the divine had asked me to dance, I was, I was vibrating on joy. Joy is a very high frequency. When you're in joy, you're open. You're like a playful child, you're receiving messages, you know the next step to go, you're moment to moment, you're in a very playful mode. And because you're in surrender like that, you just kind of trust the next thing that's going to happen to you. If something doesn't work out, you're okay with that. That kind of um, expectation that can strangle you kind of just sub softly subsides. And so all this is to get you into balance with 
all right, I'm getting these instructions. I trust in these instructions. They're for my highest good. They're going to benefit me. And then you know how your this is when your ego comes in. Then you act. Mm-hmm. That's the missing piece. If you're just constantly listening and meditating and not acting, that's not good either. You're not in balance in at that moment. So right. your ego can really be used when you're it's an inspired action. Not in fearful action, not in reactive action, but it's like, okay, I've checked in, I've pre-responded, I've tuned in, I'm tapped in, I'm aligned, I'm I'm clear. Now I'm gonna act. Mm-hmm. And that's when you manifest things that are going to last. That's when you meet the man that's going to really show up in a powerful way for you. That's he's supportive. You're going to meet friends that are going to want to give to you and help you and uplift you. You're going to go to places that inspire you. You're going to read books that will change your life. So it becomes a really beautiful way of living. Absolutely. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of that. And of course, thank you again for creating and making available the goddess power cards and we're going to make sure that we share the links for where people can experience these for themselves um, in the show notes for this episode. Great. So thank you again, Zinnia, just for being who you are and being true to who you are and sharing your gifts and sharing your divine message, because this is, this is what happens when people live their life purpose, when they connect with their higher selves and they are able to know who they truly are and recognize that divine wisdom within. That is when we are able to fulfill our life purposes. And you don't have to go through trauma or suffering to be able to do this. You just have to be open and you have to just look within and connect. And then, like you said, act once you get that intuition (laughs) and that inspiration, act on it. Yes. Thank you so much, Rachel. It's been a pleasure to be on the show. And I just want to let your audience know, look out um, in in April, I'm going to be teaching readers on how to read the cards and be facilitators. So, you know, if this is a gift you have to read and to be an Oracle reader yourself, I would be happy to support your dreams, teach you about these goddesses, because there's a lot of women who are very intuitive out there. And I would love to support them in that journey. Oh my gosh, I think that's going to be a wonderful opportunity. And if they get on your list on your website, they will be notified of when that will come. So, and I know you have a bundle of some reading materials that you offer on your website as well that people can sign up for. It's a free gift. Actually, that's a great way for women to any, anyone in the audience that is a bit scared or is just ready to go. um, Just go to my site, ShaktiPriestess.com. And on the homepage, there's a free gift and it's goddess affirmations and it's a a goddess manifestation soul kit Mm -hmm. and five ways to um, open your goddess self, the five sacred keys. So if you're, open to discovering the goddess inside of you. I have a beautiful free gift that you can um, just start with right away and really discover how powerful you are. Perfect. Well, Zenia, thank you so much. You are a shining light. Keep shining. And I'm grateful to be connected with you. And thank you again. Thank you, Rachel. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you so much for joining us for today's episode of The Rachel Pontillo Show. And thank you, of course, to the wonderful Zinnia Gupte for sharing such beautiful, sacred, feminine wisdom with us. It's such a message that is needed now really more than ever. And we are going to do more on this show to promote messages like this because this is the message that the world truly needs to hear so healing and so empowering, not just for women, but for men too, because the divine feminine resides in everyone. It's not just women. So 
please head on over to rachelpontillo.com so that you can click the link to purchase your deck of Zinnia's Goddess Power cards. It's a beautiful deck. And while you're there, be sure to also leave a comment and let me know what you thought about this episode. But you also want to visit Zinnia's website, shaktipriestess.com, because she has a fantastic Shakti Goddess gift bundle for you that is just waiting for you. It is a free pack of amazing resources, and you can sign up to receive that via email right on her website. And she has such amazing things coming up, so you're definitely going to want to stay abreast of all of that. Some very exciting things. So... I hope you enjoyed this episode today. It was really such a gift for me to be able to share Zinnia's message with you. And I hope you like it and share it. Subscribe to my YouTube channel and my iTunes channel. And I will be back soon with a new episode. Thank you so much. And I wish you a beautiful day.